Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program covering a wide variety of topics of interest to people with vision loss. I'm Nancy Goodman Torpy. And I'm Pete Torpy. Many visually impaired people have certainly experienced the frustration of having to operate a cable box or a set-top TV. But if you have Comcast as your provider, your problems are now solved. We'll speak with Tom Ludkowski, Vice President of Accessibility at Comcast, about their solutions that provide the blind with almost complete access to all functions. But first for our tip of the week. This week's tip comes from our chatter with Tom after doing the official interview. You know, I'm sure you've been through all the same experiences Pete has. He was born with congenital glaucoma and has essentially been blind since infancy. And he's as technically competent as they come until it comes to watching the television and he just gives up. He's like, Nancy, you turn it on. (laughs) Yeah. So to have these capabilities would just, you know, it's enabling. Yeah. I always wondered why my wife took so long to find a movie on demand. And I used to like give her a hard time for it. And then I got the talking guide. And now I know why it took a long time. There's just so much uh, content, a vast amount of content to navigate. Yeah, it's oh, a Tom, mess. thank you. <laughs> I'm going to quote you on that every time Pete gets impatient. <laughs> <laughs> but that voice search feature has to be very powerful, as Nancy said, not only for visually impaired people, but for anyone using uh, TV because of all the content. Like you said, it's horrible to do that search line by line. Great. Oh, the voice control is a game changer for everyone. And, and we just get so much feedback on that. And, and people describe it as you know, magical. The fact that you can say a quote of a movie and all of a sudden the movie's going to be right there in front of you and you're going to get the chance to just turn it on or off or whatever. And, you know, it's really changed the paradigm. And if you keep listening, we'll be talking about some of these new features and you'll hear some demos. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. Let's start by meeting Tom and learning about his background, all of which seems to have been designed to feed into his current position. Hi, I'm Tom Lidkowski, and I'm the Vice President of Accessibility at Comcast, based in our technology and product organization. Many of our listeners have visual impairments. Do you? Yes, I'm totally blind. I was born blind. And how did you come to this position? What is your background? Well, started out as a communications major at Boston College. And uh, actually, my first job in radio was for a radio reading service, the Connecticut Radio Information System. And then I wanted to get back to Boston because having gone to school at, at Boston College, really enjoyed the independence that Boston provided in terms of public transportation. So went back to Boston, connected with WGBH, the public broadcaster in the city. And In the course of uh, seeking an opportunity on the radio side, someone at the Talking Information Center, the Massachusetts Radio Reading Service, uh, Ron Barsani, told me about a lot of the accessibility work that WGBH was doing with descriptive video service and closed captioning. And uh, Ron had connected me to the head of the video description service at the time at WGBH. And really, I guess the rest is history. 
And many of you are probably listening to this show right now through the Talking Information Center and or one of the other radio reading services to whom they redistribute it. So, Tom, tell us what your role was at WGBH. I've stayed for 10 years at WGBH working in the media access group, doing everything from managing federal grants around how to describe kids programming, moving to the National Center for Accessible Media, which is more of an R&D, research and development arm of the media access group, worked on how to make educational multimedia accessible. At the National Center for Accessible Media, had the opportunity to ironically develop guidelines for how to make a cable set-top box accessible. So this was back in 1991 or so when you know, no one was really thinking about cable set-top boxes other than the fact that they weren't accessible to us. And who knew that so many years later I'd come back around full circle and actually get the chance to build the accessible box, which I had the opportunity to do at Comcast. It sounds between your background as a blind individual and your background in radio and broadcasting, you have an ideal position there at Comcast. How did you come to work at Comcast? Yeah, so after WGBH, I worked for AOL as their director of accessibility, America Online, for 10 years and built up a network of a lot of industry colleagues and friends and turned out that around the 2012 time frame, a lot of companies were looking at uh, this piece of legislation called the 21st Century Communications and Video Accessibility Act. Cable companies like Comcast fall squarely in the middle of all of that legislation brings into play in terms of accessibility. And, you know, the company wanted to move beyond just meeting the bar of regulation. They wanted to find out how they can treat accessibility as a component of innovation, as a real driver of innovation. And so uh, through my network, I learned of this uh, opportunity to really get a chance to start an accessibility office from scratch. And it was too good an opportunity to pass up. And I picked up my family and we moved north to Philadelphia from northern Virginia and uh, been at Comcast since June of 2012. And it's been a great ride ever since. Eyes on Success is made possible in part by our corporate partners. Underwriting pairs the impact of targeted marketing with the integrity of community goodwill. Learn more by sending an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. This week's focus topic is Comcast's innovations that provide their blind and low vision customers with nearly complete access to controlling and viewing their televisions. So over the past decade or two, corporations have been taking accessibility of their products and services a lot more seriously. And it sounds like you got in at the beginning stages of when Comcast was doing that. Can you talk a little bit about how accessibility is arranged at Comcast and a little bit about your mission there? Sure. So my mission, my team's mission, is to open up Comcast products and services to the widest possible audience, including people with disabilities. And my team sits within the technology and product organization, which is really a great place to be because my peers own the cable set-top box. They own the web and mobile applications that we deploy to our customers. Uh, so whenever we're talking about a new product, accessibility can be at the table alongside the rest of the discussion. That's pretty ambitious. How do you achieve those goals? You know, we're founded on three fundamental principles customer experience. So we want to really deliver that world-class customer experience to people with disabilities, and we can talk about what that means. 
product capabilities. So recently, uh, you know, we've been talking about the industry's first talking guide for making a set-top box accessible to people who are blind or visually impaired. And then infrastructure, where we need to provide our engineers and our product designers, product managers with a comprehensive set of best practices and solutions so that we can minimize the time that individual product groups need to spend reinventing the wheel to find out about accessibility and we can just empower them to deliver on accessibility faster. We also have a accessibility lab which is tied to our innovation lab and that's a place where we can house a bunch of different uh, technologies that our employees and others can come in and really understand how people with disabilities interact with the internet, interact with TV, or how they could interact if we could build, you know, one solution or another. Well, I think it's tremendous having visually impaired people actually involved in the development team of these products. And I guess if it doesn't work for you, you're not happy and that's going to change, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, I guess I'm a, a good use case, but certainly it's beyond those that are just blind or visually impaired. You know, we want to make sure that it's easy to access closed captioning for someone who's deaf or hard of hearing or that someone with a physical disability can enjoy entertainment just as much as someone who is blind or visually impaired. So it's cross disability, but certainly, um, you know, those in the blind community have a pretty good advocate on the inside, you would say. And I take it that corporate management also takes accessibility pretty seriously inside Comcast. You know, when I came, you know, the executives that I met with really emphasized the importance of leading our industry and finding out ways of how the solutions we would build for accessibility could make a better product for everyone. And so uh, really that's how we're founded and we continue to operate that way four years later. You mentioned your talking guide and I would guess that most of our listeners assume they know what that does, but can you outline what it does and what it will enable them to do? Sure. I might be able to actually demo it for you. Let me get a remote control here and uh, turn on a TV. So I'm going to turn this up. Hey, honey. Yes, dear. And then I'm going to pause. I'm playing Criminal Minds. Press down arrow for more options. So you heard it say, now playing Criminal Minds. So that, that's a show that's on right now. The Talking Guide, also known as Voice Guidance, allows someone who's blind or visually impaired to use the remote control like everyone else. Now when we navigate the menus, instead of them being completely visual, we get to hear what each one of these menus has inside of it. So think of what voice guidance is as the equivalent of a screen reader on your Windows or Mac computer or on your mobile device. So if I hit the Xfinity key, which is our equivalent of the home screen, you'll hear it say, Xfinity main menu. Press up or down arrow to review categories. Press right or left arrow keys to review items. Press OK to select. Guide. So it gave us a bunch of different direction. Um, told you how to navigate the menu, uh, and then you heard it say guide at the end. That's the highlighted menu item right now. We heard that it uses the right or left arrow keys, so I can hit the right arrow. Saved. On demand. So saved, on demand, each are separate menus at this point. So saved would have your DVR recordings, um, would have some other shows that you might have added to favorites. On demand is just that, our library of more than 50,000 titles of video programming, both TV 
programs and movies that you can watch for free or rent or in some cases even buy titles. Uh, we can move forward through the menus. Search. Search, pretty self-explanatory. You could use an on-screen keyboard that voices out to, uh, to conduct a search. Apps. Apps is a, a menu of third-party applications. Uh, so one you might hear a lot about is our X1 Sports app. It's a great way to track sporting events as they happen in real time. And then settings. Settings. And under settings, uh, we have an accessibility group, and we can dig into any of this that you want. The only area right now that we are still working on is the apps section. So if somebody has X1 or is thinking about getting it, you know, the core functionality, the ability to navigate your TV listings, the ability to schedule and playback a DVR recording, to select an on-demand movie to watch, and then either buy it or, or watch it for free, all of that exists with this voice guidance feature today. Cool. So can you explain how to get to the described videos? If we go under settings, I'm going to arrow us down to accessibility. Preferences. Device settings. Remote settings. Language. Parental control. Accessibility settings. Features and services to assist with different needs, including closed captioning and video descriptions. So at this point, you know, one of the pain points that we were trying to solve when I came here was considerable frustration on the part of the blind community that there was content available with video description on the SAP audio channel. And really the community had two concerns. One, how do I find out what programs have description? And two, if a program that I know has description is on right now, how do I independently turn on that SAP audio channel so I can actually hear the descriptive narration? And so with this voice guidance talking guide feature, now it's possible to independently turn on the talking guide and, and then independently turn on video description. So I could go under accessibility settings. Accessibility settings. Close captioning, unselected. Press up or down arrow to review. And speech Close is interruptible. Caps. Video description, unselected. List. Video description, can... off selected. Listen to audio descriptions of the program's key visual elements. And so. Note when video descriptions aren't available, you may hear Spanish or another language instead. So you can hear that we can turn these things on or off. And, and the way I'm doing that is I'm using the arrows to find the item. And then I'm using the OK button on the remote control to toggle on or off the control. This is essentially making your cable box totally accessible using this special remote. Well, it's not a special remote. So the beauty part about what we're showing with our X1 platform is everybody gets the remote that I'm holding in my hand right now. So millions of remotes like the one I'm holding in my hand are out in customers' homes today. And the X1 set-top box is what we call a cloud-based platform. In other words, I'm not installing any additional software or hardware on the box that we deliver to your home. Everything that you're hearing right now is happening up in our cloud, which is basically in our network. All the solution is outside of the box. The beauty part about this is any home where X1 is installed, you or I could walk into that house, pick up the remote, press a button, 
and that box will start talking. So it's completely integrated. It's no different than how the iPhone works for us, where accessibility solutions exist if you need them, and most people probably don't even know they're there and that they're carrying around a powerful screen reader in their pocket if they don't have a need for accessibility. So that's the um, model. It's, it's called universal design. We want to make sure that the hooks are built into our product so that they're multimodal. So if I need to uh, have the guide read to me, I can press a button to do it. And so we're not doing anything with the box itself. It's all in the network that the box connects to. Wow, perfect. In addition, according to the Comcast accessibility page, it's also possible to totally operate the remote control using voice in and speech out, right? So that is the same remote that I'm using right now. This is called our X1 voice remote. And the nice part about voice is it's changing the paradigm for how people access content on TV today, whether you have a disability or not. And so I'll demonstrate to you, I'll, I'll do a voice command, and then you'll see how this all works. Now playing Criminal Minds. Press down arrow for more options. Okay. So that's the talking guide. So on the remote control, and we have tutorials on our accessibility website for how to use all of these features that we're talking about today. On this remote, there's a button directly above the Xfinity button, which is a, a microphone button. If I hold this button down, you'll hear a beep, and then I can speak a command and you'll see what happens. So I'll say, show me all movies about baseball. On demand movies, baseball. Everybody wants I interrupted speech there, but now I can arrow through. Undrafted. And I can. The Phenom. 88 minutes. From $6.99. Rotten Tomatoes rating 81%. Release year 2016. Rated TVMA. So you're seeing that you spoke something, so you didn't have to go to the search and try to use an on-screen keyboard to navigate. You could just speak what you wanted, and now with the talking guide enabled, you can hear the results. Well, I'm fully sighted, and that would be just so convenient even being able to see. Yes, you know, and so people love this. It's a magical experience. You could give quotes of movies, and we'll bring that movie back to you. You can say, I'll unpause the video here. Now playing Criminal Minds. Press down arrow for more options. Watch ESPN. And we just tune the channel. Over to ESPN. Now playing highly questionable. Press down arrow for more options. Reality. I don't believe that Roger Goodell actually called Marky Mark. Those types of things are possible. So you can auto-tune to channels just by saying, watch USA, watch NBC, watch the Weather Channel. You can give it quotes of movies. You can say a name of a actor and we'll give you all the biographical information on that actor. We'll also uh, show you what movies that actor is in. And you can, in most cases, watch them right there from our on-demand library or, or maybe they're, they're on live TV. So the voice remote combined with the talking guide really makes for a very rich user experience for someone who's blind or visually impaired. You don't have to memorize the channel numbers anymore. And before we had all of these great solutions, all, you know, most people who are blind would do is use the channel up, channel down buttons to navigate 
the thousand channel universe, which obviously, uh, if you're anything like me, the program that you really wanted to watch was in a commercial break and you skipped right over it. So now, at least with the talking guide and the voice remote combined, you can very quickly find something to watch that would take forever before if you were ever even able to accomplish it to begin with. I understand that in addition to what you've been describing that makes it possible for a blind person to actually navigate a television set, that once they get to a show they want to watch, that Comcast and your partner company, NBC Universal, were pioneers in introducing described audio for various shows. Can you talk about that a little? So Video Description is a service that's been around for a while, and what we have done in partnership with NBC Universal, uh, December of 2015, over the holiday season, we offered the first live entertainment primetime program with video description. It was the musical The Wiz Live. And we offered it with live narrated description. We had a trained uh, team of describers on the set where they were literally performing the show as it aired, and they were describing the scene changes, etc. And we did announce Hairspray, which would be the next musical, at the AFB Helen Keller Achievement Awards back in June, and that'll be coming up later this year uh, with video description, again, another live musical. And... You know, can't announce other things right now, but stay tuned. NBC will have some exciting announcements shortly with even more live description coming up. So it seems like Comcast has really led the way well in advance of other companies in this level of accessibility for the visually impaired. And I'm wondering if for people who can't get these services from their cable provider, when might these services be universally available? Well, you know, as I mentioned, all of the uh, large cable companies need to have a solution in place by December 20th of 2016. Now, the, the rule doesn't specify, you know, what that solution needs to be. It just has to be a means of accessing program information and uh, specific menu items. Some companies are actually licensing our X1 products. So Cox customers, for example, could get this same solution that I'm showing you, instead of it being called X1, it'd be called Contour 2. And so, you know, I'm sure the company will have more information about it, but I know know, they're licensing our solution as well as possibly other companies down the road. So some other companies are building their own solutions. So definitely by December 20th, most large cable companies will have a solution, but it's out there for at least a couple of companies here in the U.S. now. Yeah, so people should keep their eyes and ears open. And uh, unfortunately, we can't get Comcast, but that's very neat, very impressive. Thanks. What enhancements are you planning for future releases? Speech rate control is on our roadmap, perhaps later this year, we would hope. The other piece that's on our roadmap is this idea that you see in other screen readers, beginner mode versus expert mode. You heard a lot of directions on the screens that I opened up for the first time. While speech is interruptible, we think we can make it faster by offering an expert mode and eliminating those directions altogether and only providing hint text for unique controls on specific screens. And of course, it would all be toggleable. So you could go back and forth between beginner and expert mode if you forgot 
how to interact with something. So those two features are high on our priority list. Another one that we want to bring out in the near future is explore your remote, the ability to get the box into a mode where you can just press any button on your remote control and hear a description of what that button does. So those are a few things that we have on our roadmap here coming up. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. Now for this week's final item, how to contact Comcast and learn more about their accessibility initiatives, including how to reach their Center for Customers with Disabilities. So if people want to find out more about these services and or become a subscriber, what should they do? There's a couple of different ways. If if you are in a Comcast service area, you can work with our Center for Customers with Disabilities. You can call them seven days a week between 7 a.m. and midnight Eastern time at 855-270-0379. You can also visit comcast.com slash accessibility, and you'll find a bunch of information there as well. You can also email us at accessibility at comcast.com. So there's lots of ways of finding you guys. Yes, indeed. And we even have a live chat that you can do from our accessibility support center as well. Do you also have a social media presence? Yeah. Oh yeah. Comcast has a big social media presence and and the team is very good about getting our accessibility uh, story out there as well. My Twitter handle, I'm not as active as I need to be, but You can follow me at T-W-L-O-D, and obviously I'll post whatever I can about accessibility there. And people should know that their billing information these days is also available in alternate formats. Can you talk a little about that? Sure. You can, again, work through our support center for customers with disabilities to request a Braille or a large print bill, and we'll be happy to send you that. Uh, That's, again, 855 270 0379, the toll-free number to use to uh, get in touch with us there and just request that you'd want a a large print or a Braille bill and and the agents will set you up. Well, I'd like to finish by congratulating you personally and Comcast on all of this wonderful work and it's being recognized recently by getting the American Foundation for the Blind Helen Keller Award. That's well-deserved. Well, thank you. And, you know, as I like to say, I think the work is just beginning. I think there's so much more we can do and and other areas that we can and will get into over time. I would just say stay tuned. Uh, And the fact that, you know, someone can get X1 and just press a button on the remote to turn on the talking guide or press another button and speak a command just really shows how that concept of universal design is really taking hold. So uh, stay tuned. More exciting innovation to come for sure. And as usual, if you're looking for any of that contact information or the websites we mentioned in the show, just go to our show notes for this episode at www.eyesonsuccess.net. And we're still looking for our listeners to send us about a two-minute audio, if they'd like to, to tell us about any positive experiences that came out of the self-isolation during this COVID-19 pandemic. There will be instructions on our website that will help you do that. But basically, you just need to send an audio link to us via Dropbox or SendSpace or some other method and send that to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. Thanks. That's it for show number 2024. 
Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking with a clinical psychologist and psychoanalyst. Despite being totally blind since childhood, Robert DeYoung acquired the training to become a practicing clinical psychologist and psychoanalyst. We'll talk with him about what those positions entail and the services he provides to his clients. We will also talk with him about how he works with his clients despite being blind. We hope to catch you all next week for that episode. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy, and distributed by WXXI Reach Out Radio. You can access the full archive of previous shows, subscribe to the podcast, and much more by going to our website, www.eyesonsuccess.net. If you have questions about anything you've heard on the show or have suggestions for future shows, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. Thank you for listening and have a nice day.